Welcome to another episode of The Shooter's Roll, the basketball media brand made by fans for the fans. And I am here with the ultimate fans. My boy T, how's it going? Good, man. Um, yeah, just enjoying the playoffs at the moment, so ready to get into it. Yeah. Analytics, um, uh, everything the fans are saying out there on, on social media. Um, and then this discussion with you guys. Sweet, sweet. And uh, Jay, Jay's back on the mic there. How's it going? What's up, this is What's going on, man? Pretty good, bro. Finally, uh, missed you guys, man. Finally get to do uh, some playoff uh, talk. Oh, Can't mate. Wait. Heart, bro. Heart. That's, oh, that's, that's all what's heart. About, mate. It's all heart. Yeah. All heart, mate. You know, uh, this is the 40th episode of The Shooter's Roll. So let's get right into it. Right into it. Um, first of all, let's talk about um, the Western Conference and the semis uh, between the Nuggets and the Clippers that uh, concluded recently, um, <coughs> going down to the. <laughs> Game seven um, conclusion. Now, Jay's acting all smug because he did make a prediction that the Clippers, oh, sorry, that the Nuggets would actually get up in this series. Um, uh, and the backstory is um, even though I chose the Nuggets right from day one, I did a bit of a flip flop because of the, the matchup. And now I've got egg on my face and now I'm back on the Nuggets to take out the title. So, you know what? You know, people make mistakes and I'm be the first one to put my hand up saying, you know, I'm human, I make mistakes. So I, I know look these boys just sniggering away. Like any comments about 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 this flip-flop? Let's just get it out of the way first, alright? Go. I, I told you I told you the clippers would be gone. I said uh, to be honest, the, the way Denver has been playing throughout the playoffs, you just cannot ignore how they're playing as a team. Mm. They've utilized who they've utilized uh, accordingly um, and they've made the proper adjustments to to the proper plays. Yeah. I mean, when I saw that, and I watched it live, mind you. Um, so when I saw that and I, and I sort of see Playoff P uh, and Kawhi do their thing, and I'm thinking, this is not going to work out. This is not going to work out. Because two, the two main boys are not performing. But you need to really step it up. And... Those two, if they don't perform, the, the rest of the, the rest of their cast is not going to really do anything. Mm. So as I predicted, Denver. But I think it was Denver and six, right? But I said, but it doesn't matter. Denver still won. So still how about you, T? What, what, what's your take? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't, I didn't rate any of those teams. So, but um, <laughs> um, so personally, that's personally, that's my best opinion, right? But I remember I, I said that the Clippers were sweet. Just, just looking at them, they're, they're clicking, um, and then Denver struggled to get through. Uh, to Utah, and, and I thought fatigue and being in the bubble uh, would, would actually affect them more. But yeah, I was wrong. Um, yeah, that, that was the only time I really went for the other LA team. I haven't really acknowledged them all year, as as um, this resort has has remembered. Every podcast you can look at, every podcast I've never really said anything about them. They're the other no LA team. No, no love, love, no love at all. But when I gave them love, and then I, I predicted a sweep. They, they couldn't close. Game game five and game six, they had they got 16 and 19 point leads, and they couldn't yeah. close. Like, and then they had the, ultimately the, the one of the best closers in the game in Kawhi, and then he, he's his sidekick as in um, playoff P. But um, yeah, I, I basically couldn't believe that um, the Clippers couldn't win. Even watching game seven, uh, I had it on the background. I didn't really take it seriously until 
I saw in the fourth quarter they were down by near the double digits, and then I started to pay attention. I go, how could this happen? You know, mm. they they had they had playoff aspirations. So yeah. you, you you made you made mention of it. It's the um, uh, I don't want to use the word choke, but um, they they were they had three opportunities to close out the Nuggets. Game five, like you mentioned, had a sixteen point lead, wasted it. Game six, nineteen point lead, far out. That's a commanding lead, wasted it. Game seven, um, they were up by twelve at the half, and and then you know the Nuggets caught fire in the third quarter, going on a thirty five thirteen run, and um, and then taking a quite substantial lead into the fourth. And there we go. There's the series. And props to the Nuggets. Um, the first time in NBA history that a team has twice come back from a 3-1 deficit in the postseason. Um, quite, quite, quite unheard of. Um, led by their two leading um, stars in Jamal Murray, who hit 40 in Game 7. And Nikola Jokic, who's what, who is my MVP pick from the start of the season, um, getting a triple-double in the Game 7. But he has really turned up i mean you know games five six seven and seven he had 16 points 22 rebounds and 13 assists just commanding um attention they were doubling him up so the clips actually were doubling him up and um uh, making murray beat them which is quite contrary to you know what i thought that they would do was you know focusing on murray and um but you know it, it goes to show that um this up-and-coming team are serious and you know they're really making a run at the title this year and for future years they've got such a good young team absolutely such a good young team um even their role players that have did their part in this series uh, uh jeremy grant gary harris has finally shown up yeah um you know and uh mpj so you know props to the supporting cast for doing their part in this series and Nuggets four, Clippers three. Unbelievable. They play, they play with a sense of urgency, which the Clippers did not play with. Mm. I mean, like I said, to be honest, you know, when, when I heard this all year about the Nuggets being, oh, wow, look at them on paper. They're so great on paper. They're great on paper, but to execute their players when it, when it counts is what matters the most. And this is where it matters the most. This is the playoffs. This is what you've been playing all year for. So yeah. for me, it, you know, Denver really hats off to them. Really, they've done so well. But uh, next round, uh, I'm sorry, but yeah, it's done. So um. <laughs> yeah, before we do get on to the next round in the Western Conference Finals, I mean, the popcorn starts are there. Like the two stars from both teams in the series, they got their numbers, hmm. but it all comes down to, you know, winning, winning the series. You know, execution. Yeah. Um, and you know Kawhi got his 24 points a game, eight and a half boards, close to uh, six assists a game, and incredibly 2.3 steals per game in the whole series. And PG didn't have a bad series. Um, you know, nearly 22 points, five and a half boards, and three and a half assists. But at the end of the day, fell short. That's right. And you know what? I think Kawhi re- realized something. What did he realize? Uh, he didn't need a doc. He needed a nurse. Wow. 
How long? Wow! Wow! Drama! <laughs> <laughs> right, that, that's, Come on! That, that's... You like that joke? You like that joke? Wow! Wow! <laughs> this is this is dad, dad joke. Dad one on one. Dad one on Well done. Stop taking notes. You're about to be in the same club. Mate, well done. Well done on that on that call. Well done. Hey. Let's put out some facts, right? Uh, yeah. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Um, this is his third time giving up a three-one lead. Yeah. So that's that's, that's another stat. Uh, Paul George has never really won in the playoffs, uh, being being one of the main guys. Um, yeah. And and he had an alter ego, playoff P versus pandemic P. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it, it's tough, but um, that's that's what the media media outlets are. I call him uh, Pandemic P. So, yeah. yeah. Well, look, let, let's let's um, let's go into the into the depth of this issue further. Um, the Clippers went all in at the start of the season to get these two players in. Um, spent respectively 140 million on Kawhi to get him into the team through free agency. Paul George came at a bigger cost at 144 million plus five first round picks um, um, now going to Oklahoma City and the reality is they've got what could be one season left because of the player options that both hold for the third year it's going to be interesting uh, unless they dial it back and get over the hump next season what's going to happen with these two players unless you know they buy into Doc and the Clippers going forward beyond next season, um, the Clippers can offer them the contract extension for them to um, continue on with the team. But I mean, the Clippers have really, really put themselves in a corner with how much they've um, spent on these two players um, coming good. And unfortunately, first go around the block, not so good. At the, at the moment, to be honest, I'm starting to see Paul George not as a Batman, not even as a Robin now. I think he's starting to look like an Alfred. So I think they may have to get another... Uh, what are you saying, man? Alfred's cool. Uh, Alfred's cool, but like he ain't Batman or Robin. So he's just there to clean up the mess. So by the looks of it, he may they may have to go somewhere else or else it's either Doc, Doc's neck's going to be on the line. I mean, someone, something has to change. Yeah, came so, third in um, MVP voting last year. So, 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 so the players that they bought, they bought that PG, right? Yeah. And, and the second thing was Kawhi wasn't going to come with that PG. So, you know, it's 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 one year. This is this is the thing. Well, I guess we we discussed earlier in the year where if you don't win, you blow it up. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, like, yeah. If you, if you're a true Clippers fan, you're like, okay, hey, cool. We didn't make it. We wanted to win the championship. It's it's just a day in nature of everyone just wanting things straight away, you know the mm-hmm. millennial the, the millennial attitude where we want to win now. If we're not win now, we're, we're losers. So, like just 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 acknowledging the, against the Clippers, they had they had a good year, and and they they never really had those minutes um, to play together. Sure sure they had two six man candidates of the year, but but those two guys were the worst um, worst offenders on defense. Everyone just attacked them. Like you think about uh, Lou Williams when he's on the court. Denver's game plan was attack him. Lemon Pepper Lou, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And 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 the other thing was um Montros. Like uh, when when he when um when he's on the court, they attacked him. Like they, 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 it was set plan, probably on the whiteboard, 
top of the list. These two guys are on the court, attack him every time. And, and and what happens every time they attack him is two points. Two points foul or leads to a, to a score because they, they basically couldn't stay in front of their players. But this this all goes to, you know, Mike Malone doing a great job in, in, in breaking Absolutely. breaking down their opponent because on paper, they don't have the star caliber um, talent that no. the upper echelon of the Clippers have, right? That's right, that's right. But they, they put it together. This is my only concern heading into the next round. And Jay, I know you're going to um, focus in on this on um, this next part is the Nuggets have given up sizable leads um, in the last three games. And this is what concerns me is, you know, firstly, I thought, you know, in the first game where they got blown out, I thought similarly to you, T, fatigue, right? Mm. But it's becoming a trend where they're giving up really big leads and they're relying upon their... Um, you know, firepower to get them back in the game, but it's it's a dangerous, dangerous um, way to play. Giving Russian roulette, it is. It's Russian leads, roulette, right? And could they do it against the Lakers? Jay, let's let's preview the the Western Conference Finals. What do you reckon? It is a dangerous thing, but the the thing I can see here is that that's they thrive on that, like that's their juice, mm. and and I can see so far that they they love it, like. So far, apart from for the first game, but I don't really count the first game because they've had very minimal time. They had to rest and fatigue kicked in. Okay, I'll, I'll give them that. Um, but you cannot do that against the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers have got game plans galore. They've got three. They've got three head coaches. Okay, so they've got Jason Kidd, they've got um, LeBron James, and they've got Vogel. So they got they got good basketball head. Plus, you add Rondo. You cannot afford to do that. You need to take your lead, hold it for the entire amount, the entire time, and just capitalize. But yeah, they they need to sort of um, hold those hold those leads because it's not going to happen against the Lakers. The Lakers are going to capitalize, hundred percent. Teve, thoughts on uh, the the matchup coming up in the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, Ajay, you mentioned that um, the Lakers only have three three hit coaches. How about um, the assistant coaches? Where's the love? Lionel Hollins, Phil Handy. <laughs> oh yeah, but I'm talking, I'm talking about like the, the 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 big the monster heads, the three guys. They're the guys who are calling the shots. If you think about it. Okay. okay. Not, not sure. to show any less love to the assistant coaches, but they're the, they're the main ones. They're the ones who are going to execute it. So. Yeah. You know. I think with the Lakers um, coming in and seeing how Denver has uh, responded coming back from 2-3-1 uh, uh, deficits. Uh, the Lakers are going to be really focused. They're not going to take any games um, for granted. Mm. They're going to come in focused because they've, they've literally been sitting on the sideline for what nearly a week now, just watching the series and, um, and breaking it down. I'm pretty sure the Lakers have been prepping to play the Clippers since the 3-1 lead. Um, and now they they just flip the script and looking at uh, Denver, right? Um, you know, there's there's a news outlets talking about this is the easiest run for LeBron to make to the finals and win the championship. Because oh, uh, this is this is yeah this is uh, one of the things that I'm hearing. Um, but Denver to their own thing. They they came back three one two times. You know, like I I personally win them off against Utah, and again for for the Clippers, and then both the times they they come back. You think about every year there's a champion things have to go right things have to go right so 
So, so Denver, Denver has nothing to lose. Um, there, there was That's a key right. moment, key moment in Game Seven after they won. Um, uh, TNT were, or ESPN were interviewing both the, both stars, uh, Maui and the Joker, and, and they asked them like, "How how are you going to guard LeBron? How are you going to guard AD?" Their answer was, "They have to guard us too." That was the perfect answer. You know, they, they, that, that that's not showing any disrespect. It's, it's just it's just focusing on themselves. So 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 they have a team where you can feel their um their just their teamwork and being together in the bubble, right? I and we will touch on it further, like with with Miami, and I, I see that with Miami too. That those are the two teams where I feel that they they have their stars on on they they're tinkering on becoming superstars, um, and then they're clicking at the right time. And that's it, isn't it? It's peaking yeah. for the big games, and uh, no doubt that you know both Jokic and uh, Murray. And Murray came out of the blocks really quickly, but now you know Jokic, uh, he's come to play now. He's a serious threat um, with the ball, without the ball. Um, Triple and, threat. Yeah. Triple threat. No doubt. No doubt. And you know the Lakers uh, are going to have to be on their game because. The way I've been viewing um, the Nuggets games are um, the whole team um, does come out to play. Similarly with Miami, the whole team comes out to play. That's right. Um, and with the Lakers, I do see that they're still, and this might be, you know, the downside, the downfall, is they're still relying upon their two big superstars primarily. Um, and that's the way I've um, I, I've viewed the games. But Jay, where do you see that this matchup will be won, where it will be lost? That's a very that's a very good question. Um, I, to be honest, I, I'm not quite sure where it's gonna head. It's gonna be headed because they've they've, they've, they've got it's a perfect matchup from from small to big. So, but I think it will be won through the bench. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that because um, whoever comes off the bench for the Lakers needs to bring the energy on the court. And I'm not going to sure. I'm not quite sure who they're going to use. Are they going to go deep? Are they going to really utilize Dion and Jr. Because if you think about it, the, the starting five versus starting five is is there. Of, of course, LeBron has to play his game, of course. But I think it'll be one through the bench. And but I want to see the Lakers go deep with their bench. I mean, they've got they've got firepower right there, and I think they need to utilize it, not just with Dwight, but I think with Jr. and Dion. I mean, those guys, I haven't really seen them much, but I think they need to utilize them for this for this round. Thoughts on that, T? You're the Laker boy. You're the fan boy. These these guys are just replacements that that, that were added to the end of the bench for nice halves, right? Um, yeah, like usually during the playoffs, uh, teams teams will tighten up the rotation, which yeah. Lakers did. In the first round, and the second round, they had to play a bit, bit deeper because of the the amount of days off, days on. They, they played every second day. Um, and also the deep. matchup, and also the matchup yeah. with Houston. Matchup, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Small and then you, you think about yeah, with, with the Lakers, um, their big men are urging to play. They they, they got um, the Joker, so so Howard and McGee would usually be on them. Um, they they haven't played much in, in the last series, so they're really really yeah. Good. That's um, right. I'm not sure if there's minutes for um for 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 RJ. RJ. JR. If you want me to play, JR. I'll play if you want. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, for, for for JR and um yeah they 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 picked those two guys up last um, just as nice halves. Um they they thrown them in when the 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 games are in in question. Remember the two games were the uh, against Portland game one. 
Um, and, and also the Rockets game one. When they were down by, they were down big. They threw them in just to see well, what they can do because they're streaky shooters and streaky scorers. Uh, and, but I think with the game online, they're, they're not going to really use those guys. They, they have the rotation set out. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is what Lebron, LeBron peaks and trains for is playing longer minutes now, right? That's um, right. You know, I, I did see the stat that, um, you know, in the last series, Murray was playing 40 minutes a game. Jokic was playing close to 38 minutes a game. You know, your superstars now of, course. of the team are going to start playing playing their, um, their no. minutes. But I do understand starters need time to breathe to have a breather and this is where the game can right. be won or lost but this, this is, is a this yeah, is where this is where lebron works out all year in his off season this is what he does right so so he's a professional he wraps up his season um as as the season goes because the bubble is kind of interrupted his his, his normal sessions and, and like he, he tapers up and then it tapers down for the playoffs you know and then and then it takes off it takes a foot off the accelerator with his training so so i think that um that will rely on the starters more. Uh, I remember the first round, the I guess the media was saying that um, Portland, how, how can they stop um, Dame time? And, and, but they didn't focus on how, how can they stop um, AD? How can they stop LeBron? So if you get those two pillars to score at least 50 to 60 points a game, um, all the Lakers fall into place and, and it's really hard to beat. Um, I think once again, the, the focus should be uh, stopping uh, the Joker. Um, Murray's got to get his points because they don't really have any uh, the personnel to stop him due to uh, Avery Bradley not coming to the bubble. Um, they can't really slow him down. I think I think he's going to average at least 30, 40 points. Uh, I mean, the you, you, oh, ideally, really? Really? No, ideally, you'd want to play LeBron on him. Bigger body, you know, um, disrupt the shot. Uh, but you don't want LeBron tired chasing That's, Murray around. Yeah. yeah. They, they, I think I might put him on him. him. Yeah, yeah, they, they might put him on in the last like couple of minutes if they need a big stop. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so but they, they they wouldn't have him all on all game. So yeah, he will average I think big numbers, and he needs to for, for them to. To, have, to have a spot. Yeah. 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 Yep. I think I think um, Alex and, and Kyle have to play a really big role here in guarding um, Murray. Uh, but you got to think as well with LeBron in terms of your your point, Dex. You know, it is year 17. I'm not downplaying LeBron. It's just we have you have to play smart, not play hard. So, yeah, your your minutes will increase, but you got to use your minutes wisely of when you're needed the most. But when you're not, then you can just sub off because they need him when it's when it's required. You know what I mean? And it's year 17. It is LeBron. I understand, but remember, there is one more round after this, so we don't want to be gassed out. So, like I said, that's why I said to go deep on the bench because they will need them. They will need what they did to Portland, to Dame, they did to to, to Murray and to Jokic. Because the rest of the guys, I don't see the rest beating LA with any of the other guys, to be honest with you. It's only those two. Uh, look, I'm, I'm going to throw... Uh... Here we go. I I think that Michael Porter Jr. is gonna come to his own in this this round. I I really I like do. This. I like this. All right. I do. I reckon this is the statement round for him. Big opponent. He's got. He's a big body. Um. I think there's. Um. You know. He'll. He'll definitely be marked up on LeBron. Uh, yep. In terms of the same position. You know, pound right? for pound. Yeah. I yeah. I think this is. Um. It's gonna be. It's time for Michael Porter Jr. to uh, back up the words he, he it's said. It's going to be intimidating, but 
Dismissal, isn't that intimidating for a rookie to go against uh, maybe one of the idols? Oh, look, I think he's going to get a thrill out of it, to be honest. I think uh, it, it's, you know, there's, if, if they're made of, you know, something special, I think they'll, they'll relish the opportunity to go up against Absolutely. a kid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the, the last round, mentality. the last round, he, he went really hard against uh, the Clippers because he remembered that he had the draft workout for the Clippers and they kind of promised him that they would draft him. But when the medical came back and it, it wasn't great, uh, they skipped out on him. So that that's something that he held on to. I'm not sure if he's going to have that fire against the Clippers. Uh, sorry, the, the Lakers. Okay. Well, time will tell. Uh, first game is on tomorrow and uh, look, looking forward to seeing the winner of the Western Conference Series because, look, I think, you know, we're, we're going to delve into the East now, but it's open wide open to, to take out the Larry O'Brien this year. Um, T, uh, let's take us through to the Eastern Conference Finals matchup. Yep. So, so first of all, we had the upset um, with uh, the Miami Heat and the Bucks. Uh, Miami came in built a war not the war that Trump wants to build but just the the, the basketball war which which always stops Giannis for the last two years hmm. so that that was a, a very uh, clear game plan and, and they got through uh, they just have a greedy team um, I, I was looking up um, that the Miami Heat are really in a really good situation in terms of uh, having veterans and having young guys and having a a uh, roster where they can actually add more superstars in the years to come they have a spot for another max max contract right uh, these are when I'm thinking about this this Miami Heat I think about uh, the way that um, the Golden State Warriors were, were created you remember when they were first started in terms of um, having shooters uh, Curry uh, Thompson uh, those guys were on rookie deals yeah you think about that you think about when they they, they started um, uh, feeling the ball and then they got the championship when they got the championship it, it was based on the roster that was kind of um, uh, it, it was perfect timing like the perfect storm they had all these young guys playing well on cheap contracts and had all the veterans doing all their jobs so so so, so that's Miami and then they, their opponents were or they are uh, the Celtics they, they came through uh, a tougher round um, seven game series against Raptors which I chose um, game seven was, was a clincher and Celtics got through um, since then, we've had the two first games. Uh, game game two was today, uh, at the original time of this filming. Uh, they, the first two games were, were classic heat games. Oh man, um, classic heat games. Like you, you, what I mean by classic heat games is it's it's Pat Riley, defense, grit, tough determination, hard work, you know, tough fouls. Um, you know when you play against the Heat, you, you're basically going to be in an ice bath for for longer time. Than, than you would be playing against anyone else. Um, their, their, their commitment to each other and their team, um, from coaches all the way down to uh, the 14th, 15th man, or 17th man now that we're in the bubble, um, they, they just have um, confidence in each other. Uh, the, the rookies are shooting like the playoffs are a summer league. They, they have no fear, uh, and, and the veterans and the coaches give them the green light. I've never seen anything like this before where uh, rookies get green lights, shooting three-pointers at clutch times. Yeah, but they've proven it all year that they can actually make and take their shots. So, yeah, that that, that shows the regular season is is still counted for. So, it took um, like 70 games this year. Um, they, they played a certain way and, and they continue to play that way and even get better 
during the playoffs. Um, and they have their superstar, Jimmy Butler, where he wanted to go to the Heat. Like, he didn't want to join a super team. He didn't want superstar teammates. He just wanted to be on a team with guys that played hard. You know? Like, going into training, remember he came to training at 3 a.m. in the morning? Tyler Hewitt was there with him. Tyler Hewitt wanted to learn from him, wanted to be like him, you know? And, and now you can see all that hard work for the whole year. It's, it's, it's um, taking place on court. Like, Tyler Hero is taking a big three-pointer and Jimmy's sending a screen. It's, it, this, is, this hasn't been seen in, in a long time. Um, it, it, it's a feel-good story. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, I, I'm, I'm going for the heat. Um, and they're, they're pretty much... You think about the beginning of the year, no one talked about the heat. No one. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't on anyone's radar. If someone said they were... Uh, and they weren't a Heat fan. They're lying. So that's where we are. They're up 2-0. Uh, and and that's meant to be the, the Celtics home games. There, there is the home team, but officially the home games. So I see that. Um, I see this round uh, going down as a classic Heat. Um, heat organized basketball where if you're going to beat them, you have to outwork them. Thoughts, this is up. Uh, you know, fun facts. Uh, Heat are uh, fourteen and all, and zero all time when leading the series to zip. That's uh, in the seven seven game playoff format. Uh, you're pretty feeling pretty confident if you're you're part of the Heat organization going up two nil. Um, Ten and one this postseason. Uh, incredible again. You know, uh, they're. Their leading scorer is Goran Dragic. I mean, incredible. Like, they do share the ball around, like you mentioned, T. They, they've got rookies who um, shoot the ball phenomenally well. I mean, Duncan Robinson today got six three-pointers. Like, incredible. And they were down by a considerable margin um, going into the half. Kemba was, showed up today in the first half, played very well. Um, but then uh, there's this trend. Let's let's focus in on Celtics a little bit. The Celts, um, they've been outscored eight of nine games um, in the third quarter. That's a bit, you know, are they losing gas or what's going on there? That's that's quite a um, concerning stat if you're a Celtics fan, knowing that um, you're giving up leads and and they have they have given up leads in these two games. So it's it's a close series and the margins are very close but i mean it's the difference between getting through to the nba finals and the heat are doing all the right things at the right time case in point today jimmy two big defensive plays um stealing the ball in the fourth quarter today amazing like uh, it, it's the commitment like you you mentioned to the defense, the grit and grind, the Pat Riley way, and it's really coming through um, with this team. And it is a team. Starters to the bench, it's a team. Definitely. Yeah, yeah just a, 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 another stat is uh, they're, they're two rookies, not even um, they're, they're three point specialists. Um, yeah, they made the rookie first team and second team. Yeah. You know, yeah, so Kendrick Nunn. Uh, or, or first team point guard, yep. and and the shooting guard um, Tyler Tyler Hero. Yep. Tyler Hero, yeah. So yep. 
very, very good. Anyone anyone backing uh, the Celtics? I did pick the Celtics uh, in our last podcast. I'm going to stick with them. Let's go. Bleed green, baby. <laughs> Bleed green. I don't think that's going to happen, dude. I mean, look look how smart look how smart this Miami Heat team is. The first half you can tell, but I was watching the whole game. Yeah. The first the first half, you can tell that Miami was getting a feel of what what will happen. Once they got a feel of what happened, for the third and the fourth quarter, they they played zone defense and it was over. It was done. Boston had no answer. And I don't know if you heard, but there was rumors that the Boston team actually went off in the locker room. And started yelling and throwing stuff at each other. I'm not sure if that's true or not. But uh, that, post game. Not today. Today's game. Second game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. After yeah. the game. Yeah. Oh, I think right. Marcus Mart was the was the head honcho for that. But like again, it, it's a it's a tribute to Pat Riley's you know acquisition of Jimmy Butler. You know he's there to impact winning, not to lead scoring or anything like that, but to, to impact winning. And the guy has really done a great job. And they've acquired him to be what Pat Riley said. Well, you know, just be you. Now, a lot of a lot of GMs <laughs> will let you say that to you. You know what I mean? But apparently, they, like Minnesota and Chicago, they, they had to control Jimmy. But they let Jimmy be Jimmy in Miami, and it's flourished. And it, it's a, it, the fruit has uh, you know blossomed. So great job to Pat Riley for acquiring him because he is grit. Jimmy Butler. I have more respect for him now because I really didn't realize how good this guy is, but he's impacted the whole team, you know, from first through up to what, 15, 16, 17 in, on the rest of Man, they've done a great job. Defense especially. Unbelievable. I mean, you, you did mention team, right? I, I still think that Jason Tatum is the best player in the series. That's my view. I think he's the best player in the series. He's very consistent, yes. Um, however, um, the 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 team as a whole um, is is giving up leads, and they're also um, got got. I don't think they're as deep as Miami. Um, no, and you're, you're seeing you're seeing that as well. They're they're relying upon Tatum. Um, I don't think Brown has has uh, you know played up to his best in this series so far. Kemba's only starting to warm up, and Kemba needs to be uh, Kemba needs to be really, really carrying this team as well. That's right. Uh, you know, uh, Smart's had a good first game in the series, but there's they've got to they've got to find contributors um, yep. like Miami have found their contributors off the bench. Yeah, there's there's light there in the tunnel, but because uh, Gordon Haywood was um, a close um, close to come back today. Yep. But uh, hopefully, definitely, he'll be in the second game. So that's going to be a boost. Um, you know, double-digit scorer, um, previous All-Star. So that's something for the Celts um, to look forward to. And, and RJ, if, if the Celts are... Uh, if you were correct with that um, reporting that uh, the Celtics were throwing things around the locker room, it's basically just showing their, their heart, right? Showing that uh, this is not the way they want to go out. Um, usually, usually, when a team goes like that, the, the next game, hopefully, they, they they will show some, I guess, some heart and and, and compete with uh, the Heat for sure. I mean, they both both games, they could have, should have, would have won. Like, right. but for a Bam Adebayo block at the end on Tatum in the first game, which one of the greatest blocks I've ever seen. To be yeah, honest. yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. But for, one, you one know, off. but for that one off. Is it, LeBron's, is it, LeBron's block in Game 7 is still number down. one. I'm sorry, dude. You, you you cannot ignore that block. That's one of the greatest blocks ever. I would yep, put number one. 
that's what I was compared to. I just wanted to make sure that you <laughs> you were in line. <laughs> oh, mate, mate. So it's going to be an interesting series. Um, uh, any anyone picking? Because I, I think the games are quite close and um, closer than what um, you know people you know two nil up. I still give Boston a really, really, really good chance of winning this because the games have been close. They're not. They haven't been blown at blowout games. Um, anyone um, picking a sweep here or or a convincing Miami victory? I'll give Miami 5-1. 5-1? 5-1. I reckon it, I reckon it'll be 6. So oh, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be 6 games. It'll, it'll be 4-2. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Um, let's segue into some awards that we're... NBA teams uh, have been announced. Um all NBA first team. Uh, I don't think there's any surprises here. LBJ, Giannis, AD, Harden, and Doncic all have had stellar, stellar seasons. Uh, put up some monster numbers. Really good popcorn stats all throughout the board. Through all of them. Um, any disputes here, gents, on who made the first team? That. Oh, anyone you know who could have been in the second team that what um, could have made the first team? Any surprises? Bringing it up. Go, take. Oh no, you go ahead, Jaja. I'm, I'm just bringing it up on, on my screen. I just think, to be honest with you, um, it's a very tough call because it's it's very very fine line. But I would have Dame go up on the first time to be honest with you I think he's had a great season this year uh, probably one of his best seasons um, taking uh, whose place Doncic because it's two guards and uh, the, the, the sports so uh, the way it works and I'm sure everyone knows this is um, the all NBA teams are selected by a global panel of 100 sports writers and broadcasters People get a choice of two guards, two forwards, and one center. Mm. First, all um, pe- uh, people chosen in the first team get five points, second three points, and for the third team one point. And then the rankings happen. Um, unanimous votes this year were LBJ and Giannis, both all scoring out of the hundred uh, votes, uh, max five points for the first team selection. So, yeah, it's uh, look. I, I note what you say about Lillard, who made the second team. I mean, Lillard put up some really good numbers this year. 30 points, 4.3 rebounds, yeah, man. 8 assists, 1.1 steals. But equally so, I mean, Doncic nearly put up a triple-double. 28.8 points, 9.4 rebounds, 8.8 assists, and 1 steal per game. So, uh, I have no my personal view, I have no qualms about the first team. I think the first team are the five... Um, players that deserve to be in the first team based on the regular season. How about Harden? Like the, the question, I guess, around Harden is is about the like his lack of defense. You know, he, he he did play more defense this year. That's right. But it was but, but it was up and down. I didn't I didn't feel it was well, consistent. You think about think about all the other I guess the forwards like AD, LeBron, and then you got Giannis. You don't even question their defense, right? And however, and, however, however. 
Um, Harder, 34.3 points. Everyone knows he can score. 6.6 rebounds. He's a good rebounder. 7.5 assists. Here's the teller. 1.8 steals a game. Who's not sure? playing? Who's not playing defense if you're getting 1.8 steals per game? Shit, he's averaging more steals than AD, who was a defensive player of the year candidate. Depends uh, what kind of steals you're getting, but if it's gamble, it's gamble steals, and, and and you're you're just leaving your team behind just to get scored on. Mm. Yeah, so. The games I watch, like I've seen a couple of Rockets games. I, I see him when he's wrapped in and blocking that three-pointer to, to, to win that OK yeah. series was, was great. Yeah. Uh, he picks and chooses. He picks and chooses. Um, it's more than he's done in the past. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, let's let's put it this way. I'm, I'm just going to keep it real. He had more steals on average than all the players on the All-NBA first team. Here we go. <laughs> 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 Gotta give love to 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 the beard. All right, um, <laughs> t- take it away for the second team, guys. Come on. All right, all right. I'll I'll talk about the second team, right? So, yeah. so who are we in the second team? So you got um uh you got uh, you got uh, Dame Time, we've been mentioned. Yep. Damon Lillard. Uh, Chris Paul. Yep. Uh, Kawhi. Yep. Uh, and you got Spicy P. Yep. So, Siakam and and you got uh, the Joker. Yeah, that's the all all second team. Yeah. I agree with that team. team. That's a good team. That's a good th- second team. But would you? Okay, would you put Spicy P? I guess uh, in front of Tatum and and Jimmy. Reg- we're talking regular season here. Though. This 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 mm-hmm. is this is where it, what it comes down to. Um, true, true. Regular season. Um, Tough calls though, because just on going through the stats, Tatum and Siakam have very similar stats. So that was a line ball call. Um, Siakam, 22.9 points, 7.3 rebounds, 3.5 assists, one steal, almost one block a game. And Tatum, very similar numbers. Um, yeah, they're, they're almost mirroring each other. Uh, Tatum's just got a, a little bit better percentage in steals uh, and I would have thought that um, yeah it would have been a line ball decision I mean do you take Kawhi out because he didn't play as many games I mean that's the mm. did he qualify always you, been, know, cause, yeah. you know because we, we talk about the rookie of the year right yeah and you have to play enough games to qualify yeah that's right that should so, be the same application for that too yeah but he's obviously qualified He's let's, played okay, enough games. Yeah, yeah, but let's not talk about Kawhi now. I mean, he disappeared in the playoffs. So, um, anyway, that's yep. cool. Yep. Uh, look, uh, I've got no. My personal opinion on the second team is I like that team. Uh, you know, I reckon they'd give the first team a run for their money. Let's 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 play some pickup ball on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're right, actually. Yeah. Third team, Jay. Yeah, third team. I've got. Um, Guard is Ben Simmons. Guard is uh, Russell Westbrook. The forwards are T- Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler, and the centers Rudy Gobert. So, pretty good team. I-, I can't. I can't. I think it's a quite good third team, to be honest with you. I mean, <sighs> you looking I- at Westbrook? Because I'm looking yes. at Westbrook. I'm, I'm, Westbrook, I'm, Westbrook. Ahead, Westbrook. I'm <laughs> hesitating at Westbrook too, to be honest with you. I think he, he didn't have a, such a quite a good year this year, to be honest with you. Um, to replace him with who? 
Chris Middleton. Chris oh, Middleton. really? Really? Yeah. Chris, Chris Middleton was the, I guess, the next forward. Um, you look at the guards, um, you got Bradley Build. Bradley Build had a good season for Washington, but they didn't win much. They didn't and win then much. You got, yeah. And then, yeah, you got Kyle Lowry. Um, yeah, I don't think he, he deserved to be there. And then you got Donovan Mitchell, but it's kind of hard to, to think about the, the regular season, right? Because we're in the playoffs now. Yeah. Like, you know, you think about sports people and their memories, like you really had to go back and take notes every game. And and that's what the voters usually do. They they take notes every game so they remember who, like who played the best game during that time, and they tally it up. You you, you hope so anyway. Yeah yeah yeah. Look, um, just on you know we we always compare we we always set the bar high I think for Westbrook because of his phenomenal stats, averaging triple doubles or over many years, but. Not a bad statistical year for him at 27.2 points, 7.9 rebounds, 7 assists, and 1.6 steals. So, you know, the numbers are there to merit um, selection in an all-NBA team. Possibly even, you know, his stats are better than Chris Paul's. But this is where the winning percentages come in and the influence and and on, on the sports writers and broadcasters about how the, these teams should be formed because... Clearly, on a numbers basis, Westbrook has better numbers to be in the second team than Chris Paul. But Chris Paul had a phenomenal year leading a very young team under strength team as well on paper. His impact on winning is huge yeah. for OKC. Yeah, exactly. But with with all these, you know, all NBA teams, there's always a debate about, um, you know, who should be in, who should be out. But clearly, the, these 15 players are the best players in the league um, lots to say about um, those players putting up popcorn stats on bad teams I could think of one in particular in Trey Young who's had a, a great statistical year but playing for one of the worst teams in the league um, does not merit you know an all NBA selection but uh, he'll have his he'll have his time of course no doubt the Hawks uh, next season will will do better and fare better as the years sure? go along are you sure? Oh, no, no, they'll they'll play better than this year. One yeah. more year, one more win than this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll get another draft pick, so you know. Ooh, I think. Okay. I think. Depends on who they get, I guess. Well, they've got a very young team, but we'll we'll get to the Hawks, uh, you know, sometime in the future. But right now, we're focusing it on the playoffs, the final four. Uh, anyone wavering on their I mean you two guys are obviously backing the Lakers to win the Larry O'Brien um, Miami serious shot in the east to, to challenge the west yeah I've, I've just seen today how they play and how they're together and just looking at their their demeanor during the playoffs they're, they're a team to reckon with like if you win a championship over Miami you have to earn it they're not going to give it to you uh, like we we see that the Celtics are giving up big leads. So if the Celtics get through and play the Lakers or Denver, then you know you 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 pretty much gonna think about uh, they're not gonna battle. They're not gonna be that tough. Like you can come back. You can be down 20 and the Celtics. You can come back. But with Miami, 20 point lead would be um, would be 40 points because just about the defense and the grit. They're yeah. not gonna give up. So yeah. th- that's my thoughts with that. Um, RJ. My preview will be the the Miami Heat versus the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers will win 4-2. Sorry, I'll be, I'm a... uh, Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be difficult and I'll go uh, 
Nuggets and the Celtics because I just want to be different. Oh, wow. You, do you work mm. for the PAB? Oh, okay, fair enough. I just want to be different. And I really think that that series will come to fruition. But this is what the Shooters Roll is about. You call it as you see it, and I'm calling it as I see it. So, yes. Um, until um, next time, guys, um, it's going to be uh, a lot's going to happen. Uh, but we will keep um, our listeners in tune with what is going down in the NBA. And to everyone listening out there in the digital world, um, we thank you for your support um, of our passion project here at The Shooter's Roll. Please keep um, following us on and our content on YouTube and also on the podcast platforms wherever you find all good podcasts. Um, Look, thanks, gents. Um, Keep on shooting. I know it's going to keep rolling in. This this, this is going to be great. The the coming, you know, the coming to the conclusion of the season. I'm really excited. Like, who would have thought that this season would finish? And, And there's not a big turnaround time until the next season. But until we get there, I'm really excited about how this season's going to pan out. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah. And just some last notes was, you know, we, we, we planned this year was going to be big because Golden State Warriors weren't involved. You know, the, the last couple of years has been really boring by, by, by their super, super team. Uh, this, this year, so many teams had a chance to win, to win the championship. So it's come to fruition. Uh, great job in the NBA, creating the bubble and, and crowning a winner, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just make sure that the players, um, uh, the players, just make sure that they don't sneak any more girls in the rooms. <laughs> we all know what happens there. Unauthorized. Uh, Unauthorized. Uh, they uh, lose series. So um, for the final four, it's going to be a really, really um, tough series uh, for both both the Eastern Conference and the the Western Conference. But we'll all be tuning in as I'm sure all of you out there um, will also. So until next time, where the shooters roll, uh, the basketball media brand made by fans for the fans. See you. See you guys.